Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI Mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Hallelujah. That was beautiful. You miss a good place to go to give clap. It's our time. Powerful. How many believe is your time? Somebody is also your time to build and to build the house of God. Amen. I believe these services are Holy Ghost designed to propel us to another level. And tonight, I don't know which level the Lord is going to take us, but whatever the level, I believe that the man of God is ready. And not only that, but also your heart is ready. Ladies and gentlemen, with Jesus joy rise to your feet as we welcome my pastor and your pastor, Bishop Napoleon Asian. Hallelujah. Amen. Lift your hand and let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this great opportunity. Just speak in tongues for this great opportunity to be imparted. Thank you. Thank you that it is the spirit that quickened the flesh profited nothing. The words that you speak unto us, they are spirit and they are life. Quicken us, Lord. Tonight, may your power rest on us. We came to be affected. We came to be impacted. We came to be changed by the reason of your power, of your spirit. Lord, let everyone hear under the, the sound of my voice. Not live here the same. Somebody lift your hands. Lift your hands and let him fall on you. Makota. Ronde lima hutabaka Ronde liba hatabando Rokabando ronde Oh yes Lord, let the anointing The builders anointing Something, oh yes New, something wonderful Let it come out of our lives Let it come out of our lives In the mighty name of Jesus Mahata, Morose, Kibota Kase, Riando Rimo, Suta, Keta Jesus, Mahanda Limo hutabaka Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. Tonight we say, pour on us that fresh oil. Let the influence of your spirit take us to another level. We cannot be ordinary. We cannot be the same. Change us and perfect us. Lord, may we be builders. Let something wonderful come out of our lives. May our lives, oh God, be meaningful. May your purposes for our life be established. We lift our hands to you and we declare, oh, that Lord, have your way in our lives. Have your way. Have your way and do what you've purposed to do. In Jesus' mighty name. And all the saints shall shout and say, Amen. Hallelujah. Please be seated. 
Can you? Hallelujah. Amen the men. And amen the ladies. Hallelujah. Uh, if there's a seat in front of you, just occupy it. Just move and there shouldn't be any seat in front of you. Hallelujah. Fantastic. So, we've been sharing about the builder's anointing. Amen. If you like it, it is also uh, a study on the book of Nehemiah. Amen. Are you here? So, turn your Bibles with me. We've not gone far, though, but uh, turn your Bibles with me. You know, it's a snack service, very short service. And this is not just a teaching service. This is a prophetic impartation service. This service is designed for everyone here to receive an anointing, a grace that will cause you to build something with your life. Hallelujah. Yeah. It takes a grace. It takes an anointing. It takes the spirit of God. Hallelujah. For something to come out of you. If not, you will even fight your helpers. There are people who have had a lot of money, but there's nothing to show. There are people who have had a lot of properties and cars given to them. But as we are talking, there's nothing. It takes a certain spirit. It takes a certain spirit for you, okay, to be able to add one one achievement to another achievement for you to move from one glory to another glory for you to move from grace to grace. Hallelujah. Because naturally, when things are not attended to, it begins to decay. It begins to reduce and deteriorate. Are you there? So for things to appreciate, for things to increase and not diminish, it takes effort. Are you here? From the very first time you finish doing anything, if you don't attend to it, it will begin to be uh, uh, it, it will be wasting. You will waste your very life. Anything that, even your face, even your body, if you don't attend to it, you see that it is becoming an inferior uh, uh, part of what it's supposed to be. So, you need a certain effort. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yeah. You need a certain effort for you to be able to move from one level into another level. Are you here? So we see it that that, that grace or that ability that causes people to do is the grace of God. Is the power of God. Hallelujah. Is the wisdom of God. And I've already explained, those who are not here, that the grace of God is the ability, the strength of God, the capabilities of God that comes over a man, over a woman, to do what you would not otherwise be able to do. So when we read from Mark chapter 6, verse number 2, it was said of Jesus that what, what wisdom is this? They were, they were so surprised that a normal carpenter, there were carpenters. What wisdom is this? That is given unto him. That what? Mighty works. Can, can you see it? 
Bible says, and when the Sabbath day was come, they began, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence have this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hand? Hallelujah. So mighty works or great works or great feats are a product of wisdom. And wisdom is one pocket of the Spirit of God. According to uh, Isaiah chapter 11, when you read from verse number 2, the Bible says, and the Spirit of the Lord will rest upon him. Do you understand? The Spirit of the Lord. And he begins to make mention of what the Spirit of the Lord is. The anointing. And the Spirit, and the spirit of what? Wisdom and understanding the spirit of counsel and might the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of god hallelujah so the anointing is as you know the seventh spirit of god that's why when you look at most of the churches they have a, a, what do you call it a, a stand and that stand has seven candlesticks to represent the seven spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. So when the Bible is teaching us, and they are mentioned, what kind of wisdom is this? That is given unto him. They are saying that what kind of anointing is this? What kind of grace? Hallelujah. What kind of grace is this? That is given unto him. So when somebody receives anointing, he has received, received a grace. Are you here? So the lack of anointing on your life is also the lack of grace. It's the lack of wisdom, lack of understanding, lack of strength or might, lack of uh, counsel or lack of knowledge. Uh, are you here? So the components, the anointing, when you divide the spirit, you see that these are the components of the spirit. Then we saw also from Zechariah uh, chapter 4, when the Bible tells us, when Zechariah was being spoken to by the angel, he did not even understand. He was seeing a vision of a tree and other things. And the angel asked him, do you understand what you have seen? He said, I don't understand. He said, what? Don't you understand this? Then he mentioned, he said, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Are you there? Then answered he and spake unto me, saying, this is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, not by might and not by power, but by the anointing or by the spirit. Hallelujah. Saith the Lord. Verse number seven. Then he said, who art thou? O great mountain. The great difficulty, the impossible situation. He said, the word of the Lord unto you, Zerubbabel, is that it is not going to be by uh, power and it's not going to be by might, but it's going to be by the anointing. It's going to be by the spirit. Hallelujah. So that you great mountain, before Zerubbabel, you shall become a plain and he shall bring forth the headstone thereof with shoutings, crying, grace, grace unto it. Hallelujah. So the anointing, the spirit of God, the power of God is also the grace of God. That is why when they ask you, how are you? 
He said, I am well by the grace of God. That is why he's saying that you will be able to move that impossible situation. That, you see, in those days, there were no forklifts. You imagine a big rock that needs to be carried from one place, not like they are breaking it into pieces. What is going to help such an immobile thing to be lifted? To be lifted from one place to another, it is not possible. But the angel said to him that it is possible by the grace of God, by the power of God, by the strength of God. Hallelujah. Not physical power, not the might of soldiers, but by the spirit of God, by shouting and crying, grace, grace unto it. That impossible situation will move away. Can I hear a loudest? Amen. And in the same way, so we come to uh, the Apostle Paul, and the Apostle Paul explains to us that he was the least of the apostles, and he's not even meet to be called an apostle, but he became what he became because of the grace of God. Hallelujah. He said, I am the least, and I'm not even worthy. I am not qualified to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But nevertheless, I am what I am, what? By the grace of God. Tell somebody, by the grace of God. You see, this is what I'm talking about. People even don't know what the grace of God comprises or consists of. So when wisdom is coming to you or when wisdom comes to you, you don't understand that you have received a grace. When an understanding comes to you, people don't understand that anointing has come over you. When knowledge comes to people, they don't understand that they have received a portion of anointing that can change their life. Hallelujah. Are you here? Are you here? So Paul was explaining, and said, and the grace of God, I, uh, well, yeah, and the grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain. Why? Because I labored more abundantly than them all. He also shared over here that the anointing, the grace of God can cause you to work hard. Can cause you, if you are not somebody who can work hard, you can receive an anointing and suddenly you are working hard. Are you here? We read of Samson. How many remember that the spirit of God will come upon him? And a normal man, he wasn't a giant. A normal man can beat a whole lot of people. He can carry gates of cities. He can do, I mean, impossible things. Why? Because the spirit of God has come upon him. Are you here? Yeah. And I'm saying to you that the impossibility, when you look into your life, how can you, I mean, something come out of your life. How can you become a great person? How can something wonderful come out of your life? How can you build something out of your life? How can your career, your profession, even your personal life, how can it be? People have gone to school, but they have become nothing. Hello? How can something wonderful come out of your your life? It takes the spirit of God. Hallelujah. It will take the spirit of God for you even to be able to use what you've learned to achieve something for yourself. If not, you will have the certificates 
and you will still not be doing well. You can go to the school and have all the certificate, but you notice that the certificate alone is not enough. Or even you have the certificate, but to succeed a job, you notice that it is, it is, it is not possible. That you have what it takes to be a manager or a manager, but you are not even a supervisor. You are not even a clerk. Because it takes more than the certificates. Hallelujah. And that is what I'm talking about. The anointing, the builder's anointing. It's an anointing that causes you to build. Hallelujah. And I see that grace coming over you. So this Tuesday service is, is not just a teaching service. It's an impartation prophetic service to prophesy over your life. I said to prophesy over your life. May the prophecy of the builder's anointing come over you. In the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. Believe that a, a spirit can come over you. That can let you, a lazy person, become a hard worker that you don't get tired. Some of us, when you wake up in the morning, you're already tired. You already you have no work, but you feel tired. It's as though the day has ended. But a spirit can come over you. You can't understand that. They will say that when you work, you don't, don't you get tired? What is happening? When you are expected to sit down, you are standing. When they go and come, you are still working. They don't understand what, what is happening. Hallelujah. It's an anointing. It's a grace. It's a spirit that comes over a, a person. Are you here? Yeah. It's a, and I'm saying that that is why you need to be ready and alert and tell yourself that I need this spirit. I need this anointing that I will also receive something that will make me able to do what I couldn't do. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? And that anointing is coming over you. Amen. And I'm saying that anointing is coming over you. Amen. Receive it now in the name of Jesus. And we notice that you don't need even to have money. The Bible said that by wisdom, a house is built. You see, and instead of us praying for the wisdom that builds a house, we'll be looking for work. And you can get the work and you'll be employed and you'll be earning money and you may still not be able to build. Because they have, have you seen people who are building who are still tenants? Hello? Have you seen people who are working? Working, earning money, but they are still tenants. They have worked 20 years, 15 years, 30 years. Yeah, working and earning money doesn't build a house. It takes something else to build a house. You see, uh, uh, what do you call it? A cleaner building a house and a manager who is being paid 10 times more doesn't have a house, but he has a car. It's a mystery. And that is what I'm talking about. Let the grace, the builder's anointing, let it come over you. In the name of Jesus. Because when we read, turn your Bibles with me to Nehemiah chapter 2. We notice that Nehemiah was not a manager. He was not a doctor. He was not uh, any employee. He wasn't a king. Are you there? He was a slave boy. He was an armor bearer or a cab bearer. In, in, not even in his country. In a strange land. That he was a slave. 
a captive there, but by the spirit of a builder, by the builder's anointing, by the grace that causes people to build, it made an unimportant, somebody who is not like rich, somebody who is not significant, somebody who is not known, to rise up without money, without much, he may think that he has money, he did not have any, and as we are talking, there were kings and there were other people who couldn't do much, but he rose up with the anointing to build. The anointing to build, like we see, causes different things, reactions to take, because it's a spirit. Hallelujah. It's the spirit of God that comes over you. Amen. Okay, so we are continuing. And one important thing that we notice is that you can have it if you build it. How many remember? That you can never have what you have not built. Don't sit down and wait for your father or your mother to die and to give you his house. Or you, before you notice, you are finding a way to kill your mother or your father so that... Yeah, because... You know that uh, 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 they are taking long. They are taking long to die. They have, they have cars. They have buildings. And you are getting old and you are not. So you want to f- fast track uh, so that the things can come to you. Are you here? But I want you to tell yourself that I can have it if I build it. Say it, I can have it if I build it. So tell yourself that I cannot have what I have not built. You see, that, that mentality must go away. If the mentality of having something you have not worked for, having something you've not built, having something goes away, you would rather begin to find out how can I receive the builder's anointing. How can I receive a grace that out of nothing, something wonderful will come out? Hallelujah. Because God is a specialist of making wonderful things out of nothing. And I see something wonderful coming out of your life. I see something marvelous coming out of your life. Just like Nehemiah, like somebody, a slave boy, who rose up with the builder's anointing. And the anointing was able, the anointing, we were not here. It brings favor. Go and look for that message and listen to. That anointing causes you to have favor. People think about you in a good way. That anointing causes you to receive support and receive, receive input and encouragement from people you don't know. He asks, he asks that they should tell the people around to allow him to pass through. And do you know what they did? They rather gave him an army and they gave him letters and they gave him different things that he had not asked for. He gave him a beast. He he was walking. By the time he was going, he was uh, uh, driving. He was driving. And not only that, all that he needed to build the walls of the city was given to him free of charge. You see, when the builder's anointing come over you, you will be surprised. I see something wonderful coming out of your life. You see, you can't understand. That's how the anointing works. You can't understand. How can something that, I mean, 
People with money cannot do, but you without money, you are doing it. That is, that is the builder's anointing. That, 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 that is what you are seeing, is the grace that is upon our Father that has come over us. You see, look, there are people with more money than our church. There are churches who have money, cars, great land. If you add even the cars of their uh, workers, three of them, it can buy this building and the land we are having ten times more. We see the car, the car will be breathing. Hey! Yeah. You see, but I'm saying that you come out from nothing, from then it's it's amazing. They cannot understand what is it that is happening. Hallelujah. Nehemiah chapter 2. Quickly, I'm trying. Verse number 12. And the Bible says, And I arose in the night, and I and few men with me, neither told I any man what my God had put in my heart to do at Jerusalem. And the Jerusalem is the city of God, is the church of God. Is that not it? When you read about um, Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 12, when you read the verse number 22, it talks about what Jerusalem is. So we'll, we'll come there. Can we go to Hebrews? Yeah. Okay. But we say, but yeah, come unto what? Mount Zion. And unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and unto an innumerable company of angels. So the church is also referred to as Mount Zion, and it is the heavenly Jerusalem. Hallelujah. So Nehemiah has said, he said, he never communicated to the people what the Lord has told him to build in Jerusalem. He had come to build the walls of Jerusalem, the gates. Are you there? The gates were, were, were broken and the walls were bent down. But he said he had come to do. But at the time, he had not communicated anything to the people with him. Neither told I any man what, verse 12, what my God had put in my heart to do at Jerusalem. Neither was there any beast with me, save the beast that I rode upon. I see you driving in the name of Jesus. Amen. This guy was in the king's palace serving wine and bringing water and doing menial jobs. But the builder's anointing came over him instantly. He was riding a a, a car. He had a beast. He had a horse. In those days, to have a horse, you must be a rich person. Are you there? But the grace of God that came upon the builder's anointing, he said he had a beast. Are you there? Verse number 13. And I went out by night... By the gates of the valley, when even before the dragon well, and to the dung pots, and viewed the walls of Jerusalem. Are you there? Which were broken down, and the gates thereof were consumed with fire. So he saw that the walls, the church, there was a need. The church is empty. The choir is not filled. The dancing stars are not a certain way. He could see that there are things, the ashes are not up to, the uh, show your love, the different things. He could see that there is work to be done here. Hallelujah. Are you there? He said he went to see the broken, the broken gates and the walls that were bent down, consumed with fire. 
you can see that, look, there are different things that we need to do in church. There are different things that you need to do in your life. There are different things. Some of you, your life is bent down. Something has devoured your, your safety. Something has devoured your very, very existence. You are living, but you are living for nothing. But I see the grace of God causing you to build in the name of Jesus. Your confidence is broken. And your faith is dried out. But God is bringing you back in the name of Jesus. Then I went on to the gate of the fountain. And to the king's pool. But there was no place for a beast that was under me to pass. So in this uh, church... I mean, the things were so much that there wasn't even a car park for him to park his car. Then went I up in the night by the brook and viewed the wall and turned back and entered by the gate of the valley and so returned. And the rulers knew not whether I went or what I did. Neither had I as yet told it to the Jews, nor to the priests, nor to the nobles, nor to the rulers, nor to the rest that did the work. So there were, as you can see, there were already dancing stars, queristers, and there were already people, the rest who were doing the work. Hallelujah. There is a new emergence of a great army that are coming to join the rest who are already doing the work in the name of Jesus. Verse 17, Then said I unto them, Ye see the distress that we are in, how Jerusalem lieth waste. See the need in the church. And the gate thereof are burned with fire. Come and let us build up the wall of Jerusalem, that we be no more reproach. Then I told them of the hand of my God, which was good upon me. Are you there? As also the king's word that he had spoken unto me, and they said, let us rise up and build. So they strengthened their hands for, their good, for, for this good work. But when Sambalat, the Horonite, and Tobiah, the servant, the Ammonite, and Geshem, the Arabian, heard it, they loved us to scorn and despised us and said, what is this? Thing that ye do, will ye rebel against the king? Verse number 20, can we read it together? One, go. Then answered I them and said unto them, The God of heaven, he will prosper us. Therefore, we his servant will arise and build. But ye have no portion, no right, no memorial. In. So I'm talking shortly about a right or a portion, a right and a memorial. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. A portion. He said, look, he answered them and said, the Lord of heaven will prosper us and we, his servant, will rise up and build. But those of you who will not, the nobles, who will not put your hand to the plow, let it be known unto you but that you will have no portion. You will not have a right and you will not have a memorial. You will not be remembered. So I'm talking about a portion, a right, and a memorial. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. May you have a portion. May there be a portion of of a field that when they think about it, they say that this is the person. You see, what you do gives you, you have a portion, you have been to school, you have a certain knowledge, may you have a portion. When they are talking about electrician, electrical engineers, may they say, oh, let's call for this person. Some of us, we've been to school, we are doing courses, but even your field, you are not acknowledged. You are not acknowledged. All sad things is going away. The anointing to build will cause you to have a portion. Whatever you are studying, whatever you are doing, you will be known in that field. You have a portion in the name of Jesus. When we are talking about engineers, you must be known that you are an engineer. If you are a nurse and they are talking about nurses, they, they should select you as one of the best nurses. Are you here? Yeah, whatever you are doing, whatever field of knowledge you are studying, whatever profession, may you be known, may you have a part, may you, may you be acknowledged. Hallelujah. May they say that when it comes here, let's call this person. Even in the church, it should be that when it comes to Basentes, we should, we should call it that, come and teach us. You see, your, your activities, when you are involved in doing things, what the part that you play gives you a portion. And it, it causes you to have a right. And that is the reason, the only reason why you will be remembered. You will not be remembered for what you have not done. You will be remembered for the good things. You think about our church. What will you be remembered for? What is your portion? You don't have rights. And even the amazing thing is that some people don't know that they don't have the right to speak to some people in a certain way. You have not given birth and you are knocking people's children. You don't have the right to do that. And the amazing thing is that people who have not given birth, have not become pregnant, are able to knock people's children, their head. And they look at them and say, look at your head. Your head like December. Now, now you, you don't have a husband. Nobody has even proposed to you. You don't even know whether you will ever be able to conceive. And you are knocking people's children's head. You see people who have no born food. They don't have basentes. They don't have a center. They come alone. Even they come late. But they want to talk harsh to people in church. You don't have a portion. There's no portion. Are you, are you in charge of a part of the choir? Or you are a dancing star? What are you in the church that you don't have a portion? The only thing is that you are a church member. Your contribution is warming the pews. Yeah. If, if you don't rise up with the builder's anointing, with the builder's anointing, you, you see that you will not have a portion. And you will not have a right. You will not have a right. You cannot be talking to people anyhow. And you will not be remembered. But there are people here that will be remembered forever. Yeah. They have a right. They have because they have played their part. So they have a portion. They have a portion. Are you here? Yeah. Whatever will deny you from having a portion and having a right and being remembered for a good thing. Let it be taken away. May you not be forgotten. 
When your name is mentioned, may they, may they say that, ah, he's the one who did this. He's the one. We, we know him. Even when it comes to, we, you should be remembered that when it comes to prayer, you are not known for prayer. You are not known for visitation. You are not known for preaching. You are not known for Holy Ghost baptism. You are not known for bringing people to church. What are you known for? You have not played any parts. What part have you played? What part have you played? You have encouraged us by warming the seat. There is, there is no, then don't force us. <laughs> Oh, please, 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 please. Now, yeah, that, all this is the, uh, the, in, the reason why when it is leaders, they are birthday. I am the one who buy the, their birthday uh, uh, cakes. Because they don't have members. You don't have members that your members will come and say that this is our, our, our shepherd. If me and my members gather to buy a cake for me, you will be angry. You'll be angry with me. Yeah. Because they are my portion. I have risen. I have taught them. I have won souls. And I have rights to eat their cake. And if they want to remember me, why are you angry? Why are you angry that somebody has put money in an envelope and has come to? Why are you, why are you angry? Why are you, are you expecting somebody to say uh, happy birthday when you have not brought anybody up? Then it becomes an accusation. Uh, in this church, and uh, when they say, I'll bet they nobody remembers. People remember you because of who you are to them. I'm talking about a portion, a right in a memory. Do you have a, a right to even advise somebody? What have you done? What source have you won? What have you done that you are telling somebody to dress well? Bring a soul so that you tell the person to dress well. Don't come and be praying for somebody's members. You are here praying and laying hands on somebody's member. Bring your own member and establish the person. When the person says, you cannot advise. You don't know what it takes for one person, one person to be committed. You don't know what it takes for one person to be born again, receive Holy Ghost baptism, and to be faithfully planted. That's why you talk to anyone, anyhow. And you say that, lift those hands. Put your head down. See how you are talking. Lift those hands. If those hands are yours, clap it like you mean it. What are you saying? What are you saying? To my members. Please, God, when you are able to have a basenta and you have there, you can tell them that put those hands together. Clap those hands as though they are yours. These are your language. Clap them as though they are yours. You see how you are talking? Shake your head like it's yours. Give them the opportunity to do something. They will be talking high things. They don't even know that they don't have the right. Don't go and use my words. I have right in the in certain you yourself should know that you have not borne fruit. So some of the preaching, when you hear say no, this word I cannot use it. Only bishop can use it. Only bishop can use this word. Everyone here, bishop has contributed, he has brought the people up. 
You are rebuking people, instruct, hey. instructing people, and uh, questioning people. When you have not been able to burn one fruit, you don't have a portion. You don't have a portion. So you don't have any rights. And you will not be remembered. When the history of this church is, 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 uh, yeah, it's being written. What will you be remembered for? Can we say that you did, this is the portion. What is the portion? What is your portion in what you are doing? So he said, that, look, the Lord of heaven, he will prosper us. May God prosper you. May he anoint you. You shall not lack the anointing. You shall not lack his presence. In a church like ours, if you are here and you are still anointing free, then you are really marvelous. You are an amazing person. You are really, really a barren, sorted land, indeed. A church that we have books, we have preaching, videos, everything. If you want evangelism, it is there. Preaching, it is there. But everything is there. Still, you are, you are zero when there's nothing. Even your own salvation, we are not sure about it. Then you, you, you are querying and talking highfalutin things. That's what Paul said that in the church, the only people who can talk are spiritual people and prophets. If you don't have members, you don't have members. The next time you are talking to somebody, be very careful. Be used, please, if it's not your member. Don't go around and hey, you are a nanny. We've given people to you to care for. You have not given birth. You need to know that your breast has not given suck to a baby. So do the nanny work. You know, people who don't know that they, do, they have no born fruits, that is amazing. It's amazing that if you are here, you're a lady and you have not gone to the labor ward, you've not given, why should you forget? Why should you, when we are saying that mothers, mothers, the mothers should come, then you have come, you have not gone to the labor ward. Hey. I'm trying. Are you here? Oh, but I see the anointing that is coming over your your life. It will not allow you to be barren. It will not allow you to be fruitless. May you have a portion. May you have a right. And may you be remembered in the name of Jesus. That is what I came to prophesy over your life. I don't want you to be a non-entity. I don't want you to be a spiritually useless person. I don't want you to be somebody who, who we cannot even pray for. There are people that when we don't hear, we will even fast and pray for you. I have members, I can put them, I can ask them now. Start fasting, I can put all of them to fast for the rest of the week. I will be eating. I will be eating oily food. My mouth will be oily. I have born fruit. I have people that I can say that, all of you, I want you to fast the whole week and pray for me. Do you have anybody like that? You need to find out. If there's something where you have members, but you cannot even know. Can you even know that you have the opportunity to really shine and become great? When you have, you have been anointed, even to come for Tuesday's service, like we are worrying you. It's your own anointing free life that to, to receive a grace that will cause you to become something. Yeah, I came today to prophesy over your life that you have a portion. And you have a right. Amen. And you'll be remembered. Amen. 
In the name of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I started some crusade work. If we say that we are started, there's somebody that I can go. He, he has been part. He's doing something. Do you, do you understand? Yeah, you need to find out what are you doing? What can we say that you have helped? What is the portion? Hey. Are you here? In the name of Jesus. Your contribution will give you a portion. I say your contribution is giving you a portion. And that portion gives you a right. Yeah. And when you have a portion, you have a right to speak. Yeah. And if you do, you have the right to speak. You see that the people that you speak to will never forget about you. Are you here? Are you here or you've gone home? I think that we need to uh, close and go. Hmm? Luke chapter 22. Verse number. Luke chapter 22. Verse number 28 to 30. Are you there? When the apostles... When the apostles suffered with Jesus. Said these are they who, who have suffered. They have been with me in my suffering. They have, they have, they have partake. They have been with me in my suffering. They have a portion. They have a right to sit with me. Yeah, and they will be remembered not only on earth, but even in heaven they will be remembered. Yeah, so these people who have suffered with me, Bible says, Jesus was the one speaking. If you have a good Bible, he said, Ye are they which have continued with me in my temptations. In my temptations. When God became a man, fishermen and other people joined himself. Said, You are the one who have continued with me. What I'm saying, I'm telling you, Jesus said the same. They said, You are the one who have continued with me in my temptations, not in my enjoyment. Not in my celebrations, in my temptations, when I was being beaten, when I was going up and coming down, preaching and going here, having running to me, being angry and being also even angry in the church. You remember, you were there with me. When I was hungry, I did not have food. You were there. When I was tired, you were there with me. Say, you are the ones who have continued with me in my temptation. And continue and see. And I appoint unto you a kingdom as my father has appointed unto me. Hallelujah. So you have a portion. So you have a a portion. Can we continue? That ye may sit and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. He said, I'm going to give you a portion. You will be remembered in the kingdom. You have a, you see, when you go to, I believe, we can continue this with Revelation 21, uh, 14. Let's jump straight to Revelation 21, 14. What does it say? It says, and the walls of the city have 12 foundations. And, and in them, the names of the what? 12 apostles and of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Yeah. Do you know these apostles, they had a portion there's a place in heaven that their names are written. Yeah. 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 They will be remembered. When we go, 
all of us, by the grace of God, when we end up in heaven, you will see that the foundation, you will see the name, Apostle this, Apostle John, you will see all of them. Why? Because they suffered, they continue with the Lord in his temptation, in his struggle to build the kingdom of God, to build the Jerusalem. Hey! So you will have a right. You have a right. Abraham. Abraham, when you read Genesis chapter 12, verse number 1, Bible says, And the Lord said unto Abraham, Come out of your kindred, and come out of the people, and I will show you where you should go. Are you there? Abraham was called. He came out. And Bible said, Abraham did as the Lord said to him. When we come to the New Testament, we know that there is a place that is called Abraham's bosom. When you have played your part, you will be remembered. We never knew. If Jesus had not come, we, we thought that maybe Abraham had labored in vain. We may thought that, but not knowing that he had a right. Lazarus was before Jesus. All the people so he saw he saw a place, and the place was called Abraham's bosom. Hey, in heaven. I said, and 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 the rich man was shouting and screaming. He said, Father Abraham, send Lazarus to come and dip his hand and cool my tongue because I'm in I'm, I'm in torment, burning in this flame. He said, Son, it is it is not so. Ha even from the Old Testament, you can see that people had portions. A portion of heaven is dedicated to him. He had a right. And he was remembered. Even on earth. On earth. Father Abraham is acknowledged. What will you be known for? What is your portion? What right do you have? And what will you be remembered for? Are you here? Oh, we should go. Am I in the right church? Did I come to the right place? Are you sure I'm in the right place? Santo Talabaya. Then we come to Mark chapter 14, verse 8 and 9. We are going. Jesus said of the woman, he said she has done what she could. She has done. The apostles, the men, they are, they are sleeping. But this lady, she has anointed me before my burial. He said, her, because of what she has done, she has her precious ointment. What has it cost you? You have not paid. You have not done something. You don't have a portion. You don't have a right. He said, look, she has done what she could. She has come aforehand to anoint my body to the burying. Verse 9. Verily I say unto you, wheresoever this gospel shall be preached, like as I'm preaching, wherever it will be preached, anywhere, including Cape Town, as I'm preaching, throughout the whole world. Are you there? This also, that she has done, shall be spoken of for a memorial of her. Hallelujah. Do you know, she has she, she, she is remembered, not only here. Anytime you read the Bible, this lady, she took her precious ointment, broke it. People were uh, speaking, all oh, this should have been sold and given to the poor. But Jesus said that she has done. She will have a portion. Hallelujah. 
Yeah, she will be remembered everywhere this gospel will be preached. And not only that, she will be remembered, will be, will be spoken of, will be spoken of forever. You, can, you see, there are things that when you do, you obtain a portion and you have a right and you are, you are shamanized. Yeah, you become the memory of you. You are the memorial that comes because of you. It, it, it is too much. It is too much. But some of us, nothing. We cannot say, this is the one. That's why I remember the people who have stood with me from the beginning. Your contribution, that I can never forget. Even me, I cannot forget. How can God forget? How can God forget? What is your contribution towards the building? That's what I'm preaching tonight. I came to prophesy that you cannot be nothing in, in the kingdom of God. You need to rise up and become something. You need to have, you need to have a portion. What is your portion when we are talking about the uh, Cape Town, Cape Town Council, the Cape Town Church? What is your portion? What right? Do you have right even over some people? What will you be remembered for? What is it that you'll be remembered for? Do you have a right? Do you have a portion? But from today, whatever is denying us from being remembered and having a right and having a part, we come against it. Let the anointing of the builder come over you. Let this great anointing rest on you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Not only that, but when you read the, the, the Acts chapter 10, Bible talks about Cornelius. Bible says the angel came from heaven. He said, your arms, your giving, your arms. People are here. You can't even give to support whatever. You can't even, you can't even pay your tithe. But you read Acts chapter 10 and you will notice. He said the angel came. He said, your arms and your prayers has come as a memorial before us. You can't even pray. You can't even pray. 30 minutes, you are sleeping. 40 Why can't you be that kind of person who can pray eight hours every day? Something will happen. And when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy prayers and thy arms are come up for a memorial before God. Hallelujah. May your prayers come up as a memorial. May your giving. What are you giving to? What are you giving to? One day, Solomon gave an offering. He gave an offering. God said, I'm coming down. He gave an offering. What have you given to? There are people, they have, you've not done anything that you will be remembered. Oh, this person is remembered for this. He, he paid for the stage. Or he paid for uh, what do you call it? The screen. Or you bought a car, a bus for the church. Hey, or you pay for the gates. Or you, you pay for the pavement. You see me with my slim face calling 20 rand, 10 rand, 5 rand. Okay, boosters. Hey! And you are sitting down watching me and criticizing me in, in your head. Lord, are you here or you are going? May you be. So your prayers, prayers, you say, I don't have money. What can I get you? You can pray. Your prayers can give you, your prayers hmm, can give you a portion. Your prayers can give you a right. 
When you pray and even God begins to speak to you, it gives even rights in people's life. People, you pray for this one, he's healed. You do this. You can rise up. You don't need money. So, Pastor, but we are not working. How can we give? You can give your time. You can give your effort. You can win souls. You can become. You can become somebody who has a right. Who will be remembered. Are you here? Lord, I pray. May everyone under the sound of my voice receive the builder's anointing. What to give us, oh God, a portion. And what to give us a right. And what to or cause us to be remembered. In the name of Jesus. Can I tell you something? When you read the Bible, all the biblical characters, do you know why? You know Abraham, you know David, they all did their portion. They did their part. So they have a portion to be in the Bible. Everyone, everyone, they did what God asked them to do. So they have, they've done their part. That's why they are, there's a portion of the Bible that is located to Even some of them in their name. Some of them in their name. You cannot even rise up and become like Timothy. Timothy is in the Bible because he, he became a faithful son. A faithful son. That could be remembered. Hey. But when you, you, don't, you, don't, you are not even a proper daughter. You are not a son, a proper son. You are, what would be remembered of you? Can you be boasted of? Look at how Paul spoke about Timothy. Paul spoke about him in a certain way. He said, look, I have no one like Timothy. I don't have anyone who is like-minded, who will care, who will naturally. I don't have many people who naturally care for the state of the flock. Philippians chapter 2, I, I believe from the 19. Huh? Yeah, Philippians. So I, I don't have people who are like-minded, who thinks like me. That let's let win the lost. Let's build a church. Let's let go for soul winning. Is it there? Yeah, but I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy shortly unto you that I also may be of good comfort when I know your state. Say, Timothy comes. Some that does your pastor or your shepherd feel happy when you come. Say, so when Timothy comes, I'll be of good comfort. Why? For this cause I have sent. Unto you, Timothy, who is uh, a beloved. No, 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 not this one. It's, it's the Philippians. Philippians chapter 2. If it's not there. Go to the verse number 20 to 22. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah, you are right. Is it there? Can you see? Let's read it together. For I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for your state. There are people that you need to tell them, have you called the first-timers, those who go born again, have you called them? What were you teaching? There are people that their members come and wait for them. They are not available. I have no one who is like-minded. You need to go and talk to first-timers. You need to do this. Go and do but Then other people, they are waiting for you to finish. Then they come and they are doing nothing. So I have no one who is like-minded, who will naturally what? Continue. For all seek their own, not the things which are Jesus, Jesus Christ. 22. 
But you know the proof of him that as a son with the father, he has saved with me in the gospel. Oh, I pray that you have such a commendation. I pray that you say that as, as a daughter, you have saved. As a son, you have saved with me in the gospel. That you have like-minded. The things that is on the father's mind is on your mind. How I wish I, I am praying that whatever is on Bishop's mind, I want to follow him. You want to do a crusade, I want to do it. Whatever he wants to do, I want to, I want to do whatever my father wants to do. I want to serve with him. That's something. So that one day I will have a portion. I will have a right. And I'll be remembered. What will you be remembered for? Lord Jesus. Even people to, I mean, uh, help me. I, I, I. Are you here? Okay. The last one. Honesty for us. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 18, verse 16 to 18. Look at it. 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 16 to 18. Can we read it together? Say, and the Lord have mercy unto thee, unto the house of Onesiphorus, for he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chains. But when he was in Rome, he sought me out very diligently and found me. The Lord grant unto him, that he may find mercy of the Lord in that day, and in how many things he ministered unto me at Ephesus, thou knowest very well. Hallelujah. Can you see how Onesiphorus' name has entered? Yeah. Paul writes, he said, look. Look, this guy, he was not ashamed of my chains in Rome. If you, you read the Bible, you know that Paul went to Rome as a prisoner. Yeah. When he was in chains, he said this guy was not ashamed. That his pastor was in chains. He said he sought me out. He came looking for me. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's why you can he's he's being remembered. He said, Look, I'm about to die. Second Timothy is when the last book that Paul wrote was about to die. When you read the chapter four, he said that I am about to depart. So when he was about to die, he was remembering people. People who have worked with him and people who have labored. He said, this guy has a part. He said, he sorted me out. He sought me. He was even at my lowest. Not when I was healing the sick and no, I was in prison. But he sought me out diligently. He was not ashamed of my condition. He came to me. He identified with me when I was in prison and made sure that everything was well with me said, my prayer, as I die, Paul was about, as I, I die, is right, you know. The first very chapter is remembering people who have played part in his ministry. People who have contributed to, without this guy, I wouldn't be able to write. Without this guy, I would have died in prison. Without, nobody know who, what has caused me to be able to write from prison to you. It is this guy, honestly for us. As he died, he said, the Lord remember you. I'm praying for you that you will find mercy on the day of judgment. The Lord will be merciful to you. Can you see? He's remembered. 
He's remembered. He's remembered his work. Cannot, cannot be overlooked. So I, I, I was a prisoner. I wanted myself. It wasn't the best at the, at, the, at the peak of my ministry when I was raising the dead. And No. This is when everybody has forgotten about me. And I was in prison. He sought me out diligently. And he found me. And what is amazing is that he identified with my chains. He will come and I'm in stocks. I'm in chains, but he, he's not worried. Let something happen to uh, uh, your shepherd or your pastor or whatever. Even accusation. Then you see people who leave them alone. But I said, this guy, he sought me out. Therefore, I pray for him. May you find mercy in the day. Hey, may you be remembered. Who will remember you? Who, you see, when Paul was dying, he said to Timothy, he said, watch, the Alexander, the Coppersmith, he did me much evil. The Lord, he was now remembering people who have contributed. And in the same uh, length, if you read, uh, I think, 2 Timothy, somewhere there, it talks about, it talks about John Mark. He said, bring John Mark to me. He's profitable for me. This is the same John Mark that did not follow in, in the beginning. But when he was about to die, he said, bring John Mark. He's profitable. He said, only Luke is with me. Luke was the apostle who was with Jesus. When, yeah, Luke, the doctor. Hmm? Yeah. Was, he said, only Luke is with me. Take Mark and bring him with thee. For he is profitable to me in the ministry. Oh. He's profitable. He's remembering. The people who can. He said, if John Mark comes. Anything that we need to do will be done. Anything. John Mark, you send him to this place. He said, look, Timothy will come and he will, he will, whatever, he will come and tell me your condition. I don't need to come. When Timothy is there, it is sorted. John Mark is profitable. Whatever I need to do, it will be done. But you see, you send people and they will come and say that, uh, we can't find a meeting place. Pastor, you need to go there and go and look for a meeting place. There, you don't have people. You don't. It's like, can we have, can we have weapons, arrows in our quiver? I said, when this person is fired over here, every problem there is solved. Once this person is there, there's no problem. You even send somebody. You will also have to even organize everything. You do the work yourself. Oh, what will you be remembered for? What is your portion? What is your part? What are you playing? That is why I came to encourage you that that, that state should change. You should be known for something. Hmm? You should be known. You should be known for something. He said, oh, when it comes to finding a place, we send this person there. When he goes, everybody. Prayer. Let this person. We are even... Uh, <clears throat> sometimes you need to help the people who are helping you. If you don't remember, like, the, uh, the other Sunday, Father's Day, because I forgot. We couldn't celebrate our own father. I came to just say, ah, Father's Day. Hey. So many things on my mind. Can't even have a calendar, somebody to, okay, we are going to have International Sunday. We are planning it. We're having a uh, swollen Sunday. We are planning. No. Once this person is in charge, it's sorted. 
It's this. It's the pastor's conference. It's sorted. This one is sorted. Eh? So that when you are about to die, say, this person has a portion. Lord, whatever you have done to me, this person has a portion. He said, I, look, that is why it has to change. The younger ones, you are coming. Oh, rise up. Don't, don't let anybody. There's no one who is your standard. There's no one. Jesus is our standard. Even me, I'm not your standard. Do, do, do you understand? Don't let somebody who is before you be your standard. Oh, this person is not. No, rise up. I want to see the younger ones, the little ones. You got born again not long ago. Rise up. You have a portion. You have a right. Tell yourself that I need my name to be in the annals of heaven. I'll be remembered as the little lady who sang your songs, who, who prayed until the mega church was achieved. You will be remembered as the little boy, as the pastor, as the lady pastor who made sure that the, the kingdom of God never suffered. Yeah. Yeah. That is what I came to pray for. That is the anointing I came so that you will never end your life as somebody who is living as though you, you never came. No. You must be remembered. You must be remembered. Paul, all the little ones. Hmm? Don't, 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 don't look down upon you. Don't look at the big people who are doing nothing. Tell yourself that you can. Yeah. God is not a respecter of person. Rise up. That's why I came. Be anointed. Look at these little ones. They will rise up and you see that different things are happening. Yeah. One person will take a city. One person will take a community. As we can even take our room and our residence. You look at the little ones. As they give weight of knowledge and prophecies. Hey, Lord, I pray. I pray that we will will not exit without doing our portion. Without doing our portion. Hey, Lord, may we, I pray for everyone here. ah, That we will have a portion. Ah, Let this saying of Nehemiah not be our portion. He said the Lord of heaven, he will prosper us and we will build. May the Lord strengthen you. May the Lord remember you. May you be called like John, John Mark. May it be said that bring unto me. Then they will, your name will be mentioned. Bring unto me. Bring unto me. Then they will mention your name. Bring him to me. Bring her to me. For she is profitable to me in the ministry. I have no one like-minded like you who will naturally care for the state. I don't need to remind, remind them to pray, to read, to do their quiet time. They will do what is right. So that they will have a portion. And I may say, look, the Lord, he will prosper us. The Lord of heaven is going to prosper us. And we, his servant, will rise up and build. But you, the nobles, if you will not do it, let it be known unto you. That you will not have a portion. And you will not have a right. And you will not be remembered. Lord, we pray that this will not be our portion. Indeed, indeed, an army, a new infantry, a new army is rising up. Receive the grace, receive the grace, receive the grace to do your portion, to stand where God has placed you. Ah, may you not throw in the towel. Yes, two things, listen to me, two things, two things that does not allow people to to do their portion. They think about the pain, the struggle, the difficulty. And sometimes the second thing is the accusation. No one waits for God and is allowed to do whatever without accusation. Jesus was accused. And he will be accused. Yeah. Jesus suffered. 
And you will suffer. These two things. Did Jesus suffer? We are Christians. You also need to go through the suffering. No, you need to go through the suffering to have a portion. You need to go through the suffering, the accusation, so that you have a part and you'll be remembered. When we talk about the church, the Lighthouse Chapel International, South Africa, somebody like Apostle Kingsley Jesse, yeah, he came to school to do his master's in Pretoria. And as he came, a church was giving birth to. So how can he be forgotten? He cannot be forgotten. You cannot. Ah, Bishop Jake, Bishop Hamish, B- Bishop Crufield, they've done their portion. Whatever their portion, they will be remembered for what they have done. But the one who came through him, he cannot be forgotten. He cannot. It is, it is unrighteousness to, to forget people through them. Even if he's not here, we know that through him, something came out. May something come out of you. Even when they when you are not around, we say that it is the work of this person. It is the work. It is the work of this person. This person went on, on to this place and gave birth. And that is what we have there. What has come out of you? Like today as I'm talking, I can remember Apostle Kingsley. I can remember him. Out of him, something has come. Out of him. Even me. If, me, if I'm writing my, my, my memo, I'm writing something. Who are the people that I will remember? That you, you have done your portion. You stood with me. You strengthened my hand. I felt encouraged. I felt the support. I never felt alone. I felt your encouragement. I felt that you were, you, you, you covered me. You defended me. Where my voice will not reach, you took it further. You were like the amp that re-echoed my words. Yeah. Where my feet could not go. You were there to visit them on my behalf. When I couldn't be there, you were there to visit and to pray for them. Or I need to go to everywhere. Oh, may, may it be said that you are profitable. That is the prayer I pray tonight. Lord, let everyone here be profitable. May I say, oh, my daughter, she's profitable for me in the ministry. Without her, I will not be able to do this. I pray, let a great anointing. Oh, Mahata Basante, Rondili Mahata Bando Rondilibe. I pray over everyone here. I pray. Somebody lift, lift your hand. Everybody stand to your feet. Stand to your feet and lift your voice. Ah, Kayabara, speaking tongues. Receive the grace. Ah, Kayabara, to have a portion, to have a right. Hey, Kabaraba, and to be remembered. Ah, Yakatesa, Rondili Mo, Hutabaka, Sika, Rondele Mosote. Aya bando rokaba ande lema ando oti ande riande aya baba baba ribaba aya bando roshiki bande Jesus Jesus listen to me how many know King David that he was a great man but do you know that King David was great because he had his mighty men without he was not great alone. King David was great because he had mighty men. I pray that tonight, spirit, the spirit of might will come over your life. The grace, the spirit of wisdom will come over you. The spirit of understanding will come over you. In 2 Samuel chapter 23, verse number 8, as we read this scripture, coming down, 
something is going to enter into you. Kabale Mahata. Bible says, these be the names of the mighty men whom David had. So David was great because he had mighty men. Who are the mighty men? Who are the mighty sons and daughters of this house? Who can go and bring the victory? Who are the mighty lady pastors? Who are the mighty pastors? Who are the mighty shepherds? Who are the... Who, who are they? There is no great person without a help. Even Jesus had his 12. Even Jesus, the son of God, when he came, he had his 12. To carry his cross, somebody have to help him. Somebody have to help him. Your help is needed. Your help is needed. Do your portion. Do your portion. Do your portion. Do your portion. You can be the one. Through you, a light will shine. We can see that yes. Yes. When this person, the, the absence of this person is seen clearly. So, these are the names of the mighty men. May your name, when we are talking about the mighty men in Cape Town, in the church, may your name come. Mighty woman. Mighty, mighty, mighty. I pray for the spirit of might. The Tekonites that sat in the seat, chief among the captains, the same was Adino, the Esnite. He lift up his fear against 800 whom he slew at one time. My God, time will not permit us to go through the mighty men of David. One person, he had 800 in his basenta. He slew, he saved a, one. The, the chief of them I want to see somebody, a pastor with 800 members. And you are a branch pastor. Yeah, you are just a branch pastor. I didn't know. There is night. Then he goes on. And after him was Eliezer, the son of Dodu, the Ahuite, one of the three mighty men with David when they defied the Philistines that were there guarded together to battle and the men of Israel were gone away and he arose and smote the Philistine until his hand was weary and his hand cleave unto the sword are you there and the Lord wrought a great victory that day and the people returned after him only to spoil he alone he said the, the sword cleave his fear cleave you see, we need somebody that the word of God, the Bible, you become a, a, a walking Bible. The weapon, the, you are quoting the scripture from Genesis, to, you quote it. He quoted it. He said, he, he, brought, he brought victory and everybody rejoiced. Eliezer. I don't know whether you want to be a, a Dino or you want to be an Eliezer. But I pray tonight, let the mantle of the, of the great men and the mighty men of old. Ah, John Max, the Timothys. Oh, Mahata so Takata. Rondili Mahande. She has done what she could. She has done what she could. She has done what she could. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.